welcome to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Race. Race in America is a complicated and divisive subject. How can we talk about it if we don't know exactly how it came about and where so many of the ideas we still believe today actually had their origins? When we look back at the history of enslaved people in our country, how is it that so many beliefs that were started hundreds of years ago to justify this horrific economic machine are still around, over 150 years after the abolition of the official practice? So much of the narrative that we think is true, that we think we know, turns out not to be. For example, war on drugs, right? We think we know about it, we think we understand it, But did we really? Two years into Reagan's presidency, he issued one of the most devastating executive orders of the 20th century, the War on Drugs. Its role, maximum punishment for drugs like marijuana. This war was really one on black people. At the time, drug crime was declining. As a matter of fact, only 2% of Americans viewed drugs as America's most pressing problem. Few believed that marijuana was even dangerous, especially compared with the much more addictive heroin. But President Reagan wants to go to war against drugs? If you're like me, you're asking yourself, was he on drugs? Yes, yes he was. The most addictive drug known to America, racism. It causes wealth, an inflated sense of self, and hallucinations. In this case, it would unfairly incarcerate millions of black Americans. And in 1986, during his second term, Reagan doubled down on the war on drugs by passing the Anti-Drug Abuse Act. This bill gave a minimum five-year sentence for a drug dealer or drug user caught with five grams of crack, the amount typically handled by blacks and poor people, while the mostly white and rich users and dealers of powder cocaine who operate in neighborhoods with fewer police, had to be caught with 500 grams to receive the same five-year minimum sentence. Let that sink in. Same drug, different form. One gets five years in prison if caught with five grams, the size of two quarters. The other gets five years in prison for 500 grams, the size of a brick. The results should be obvious. Mass incarceration of black people, even though white people and black people were selling and using drugs at similar rates. Not to mention police officers policed black neighborhoods more. And the more police, the more arrests. It's not rocket science, it's racism. And it would, once again, tear the black community apart. More black men were going to prison, and when, if, they came home, it was without the right to vote. No political voice. Also, no jobs, not just because of felony charges, but because Reagan's economic policies caused unemployment to skyrocket. So, violent crimes rose because people were hungry. And according to Reagan and racists, it was all black people's fault, not the racist policies that jammed black people up. And the media, as always, drove the stereotypes without discussing the racist framework that created much of them. Once again, black people were lazy and violent, the men were absent from the home because they were irresponsible and careless, and the black family was withering due to all of this, but especially, according to Reagan, because of welfare. There was no evidence to support any of this, but hey, who needs evidence when you have power, right? The worst part is that everyone believed it, even black people. 
If you want to know more about the beginning of racism and the systemic policies that we have in place across this country, this is the perfect book to start with. Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You by Jason Reynolds and Ibram X. Kendi. 